like to think of values as ongoing qualities, actions, or behaviors that you are displaying in your life day in and day out. These are the things that you want your life to stand for, so your legacy, so to speak. They guide your behavior and how you choose to spend your time. They are important to you, the things that make your life rich. And this is what I consider to be true wealth. Because with intention, the well-being that comes from living in alignment with your values compounds over time. So what if your resolutions were connected to a value? You know, something that is motivating, that is powerful, and that carries with it a sense of vitality in and of itself. Something that you can always be moving towards embodying and living, regardless of where you're at right now. You're listening to the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast, the show that blends science and heart to bring you evidence-based tips and tricks for cultivating a healthy, wealthy, and meaningful life. Now, here's your host, therapist, yogi, and fellow full-life balancer, Dr. Caitlin Harkis. Hi there, I'm Caitlin Harkis, and welcome to the very first episode of the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast. I want to acknowledge all the support and encouragement that has been provided to me along the way, from colleagues connecting me with amazing individuals, wise teachers agreeing to share their knowledge with this community, and of course you, the listener, joining me here today. Those of you who have created a podcast or another creative feat know that it's no simple project, and this naively did catch me a little bit off guard. So I am very humbled and excited to finally be in your earbuds today. As this is the first week of the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast, I'm celebrating by releasing multiple episodes. So it'll be a chance for you to really sink your teeth into conversations and practical tools that'll help you make this the best decade ever. And then going forwards, an episode will be released every Wednesday. So you can think hashtag Wellbeing Wednesday, and it'll be a little boost to hump day. This said, some bonus episodes are going to be released as well, so please subscribe and you'll catch those ones too. We also have some really cool contests happening this week on social media, so you'll be able to win some beautiful gifts to support you in your well-being journey. Just head on over to at Dr. Caitlin on Instagram or at Wisdom for Wellbeing Pod on Facebook to find us and connect. Now, as some of you might know, I'm a clinical psychologist and yoga teacher based in Adelaide, Australia. I originally did a BA in philosophy back in Canada, and I love connecting and integrating these different areas to support the cultivation of mental health and well-being, because to me, these elements of life are not discreetly different. My aim for the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast is to support you in your own journey to well-being and creating a life that you find meaningful. A life in which you feel a sense of vitality, inspiration, and have the tools to effectively balance the fullness that comes with your many responsibilities and different hats, as opposed to that all-too-common feeling of survival mode, simply treading water. The idea of this podcast format is that you can actually listen to the episodes while you're driving, you know, stacking the dishwasher or doing any of the other life things that you need to do at the same time. 
you'll be introduced to incredibly helpful philosophies and practices that you can then integrate into your busy days for an improved sense of wellness. This podcast embraces a holistic, integrated approach to well-being. Your mind and your body are far from separate, and I can attest to the fact that the prevailing model in the field of psychology and health generally is the biopsychosocial model, which is a fancy way of saying that what is happening in your families and communities and in your body at a cellular level affects your emotional experiences and vice versa. Typically, each episode of this podcast will feature a 30 to 60 minute interview with an inspirational person, including experts in the realms of integrated psychotherapy, acceptance and mindfulness-based practices, and productivity gurus. These wise individuals will share tools to support your cultivation of whole health, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. My challenge then for each episode is to ensure that you have a small actionable step so that you can make effective change in your life where necessary and move towards well-being. All of this said, today's episode is a bit of an exception as it's offered to introduce you to the Wisdom for Well-Being framework and philosophy. And then as a little bonus, given that it is January 2020, I wanted to offer a very quick introduction to the concept of values because they are one of the most important tools for cultivating a meaningful life. And I know many of you have made New Year's or New Decade resolutions, which could be bolstered through values alignment. Having clarity on this might also support your clarity in what you're hoping to take away from this podcast. So I'd like to share a little quote with you. When I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in service of my vision then it becomes less important whether I'm afraid. That's by Audre Lorde. I think Audre so elegantly captures how important having a clear vision is, particularly when difficult experiences like fear, tiredness, and overwhelm so easily arise. Does it resonate with you? Because this is really the purpose behind clarifying your values. Cultivating a vision for your life, a life filled with meaning and purpose, even though you might indeed be afraid. I like to think of values as ongoing qualities, actions, or behaviors that you are displaying in your life day in and day out. These are the things that you want your life to stand for, so your legacy, so to speak. They guide your behavior and how you choose to spend your time. They are important to you the things that make your life rich. And this is what I consider to be true wealth. Because with intention, the well-being that comes from living in alignment with your values compounds over time. Values are heartfelt and freely chosen, rather than being guided by society's shoulds, so to speak. And they are the things that guide you forward, so like a compass would take you north as opposed to being something that you're trying to get away from. So what I'm trying to say here is, for instance, I've experienced a great deal of imposter syndrome around producing this episode, or any episode for that matter. And in favor of living a life in alignment with my values, I've continued to move forward with these uncomfortable experiences rather than pouring a glass of red or binging on Netflix which would have got me away from these experiences. 
So I'd like to share with you five of this podcast's values. The first is contribution. Making a positive difference in this world, in particular in the realm of podcasts and social media. Health. Supporting both physical and mental health of this community. Knowledge. Being able to learn from the wise individuals that we connect with on these episodes, as well as contributing valuable knowledge. Growth. Taking the opportunity to continually transform and to grow through the course of time. And finally, hope. Supporting the cultivation of a positive, optimistic view. Now, as you might have noticed, these are not goals. You cannot tick off having achieved them as they are not destinations that you can get to, and they are not things that you could ever own, so to speak. But, like a compass guides you north, A value of knowledge means that every day you're showing up with the intention of learning new things and sharing the wisdom that you have. You're living a life in alignment with that value. Now let's look at New Year's resolutions. Most people set them, but on average, only 9% of people actually keep them beyond February, which means that they are highly unlikely to become lifelong habits or ways of being. Now, the most common resolutions are to lose weight, to get organized, and to balance finances. And when you first read those or hear those, it's not clear if they're connected to a value. You're not sure what they're in service of. And while they may indeed align with someone's values, they also have a strong focus on a gap. You know, this idea that an individual is not at where they need to be to live this life that they envision for the next year. So in order for something to be maintained in our lives or behavior to be maintained, it has to be adding something to your life. It needs to be meaningful and thus reinforcing. You know, the evidence all supports that we perform better when we're reinforced positively rather than when we're punished. So what if your resolutions were connected to a value? You know, something that is motivating, that is powerful, and that carries with it a sense of vitality in and of itself. Something that you can always be moving towards embodying and living, regardless of where you're at right now. There are a couple of options of ways that you could integrate these values into your resolutions. The first one is to resolve to live a life with intention, to live a life in alignment with your chosen values. So you might get out your journal or the notes on your phone and clarify what your values actually are. What is it that you want your life to stand for? And don't worry, if you're having trouble coming up with something, go to the show notes at drcaitlin.com forward slash one And there's an example list of some values there, so you can have a read through that, and some of them are going to resonate with you more than others. Now, if you'd like, there's a second layer, and that might be cultivating your resolutions in such a way that they guide your committed action to living this life in alignment with your values. Have you heard of SMART goals? So if values are a compass, the goals then become like the signposts, the steps you meet along the way. For example, if you're going north, 
There might be a lake, a river, or a mountain along the way. So those are the goals. You know, goal one, get to the river, then cross the lake, then climb up and over the mountain. And you might find that things go a little bit different than planned. You might get to the river and building a bridge might be very challenging for you. You know, you might have to ask for some help. You might have to try a few different materials before you finally figure out a way across the bridge. But how motivating knowing exactly where you're going. You are going north across that bridge. And whether you move down the track to a thinner area of that river to be able to build your bridge, and whether you have to ask for help is ultimately no consequence in the sense that once you are across that river, you have been continuing on your journey, on your direction, living this meaningful, valued life, even if there are those bumps and hiccups where it's challenging. You might get to the lake, you were planning on swimming across and find that there's a canoe. So it's a little bit easier than planned. You cruise across and then you come to your mountain, you know, that final signpost. And in going to climb over the mountain, you realize that it doesn't feel quite right for you. You know, perhaps it is quite a hot day or perhaps some of the rocks are shaking, moving, not safe. And you decide the better option for me is going to be going around the mountain. If you are strictly focused on the goal, so like a resolution, going around the mountain would feel like a failure. The moment you were not going over the mountain, the moment you were not climbing that mountain, summiting the peak, it becomes a failure. There's less flexibility versus if you have clarity in your values, you know that by going around this mountain, you are continuing in valued loving because you are ultimately taking steps towards that direction you want to go. So this is really key. This is why having values underpinning your goals, you know, your resolutions, your intentions is so crucial because there's flexibility in that. I mentioned SMART goals. So this is just a mnemonic for goals that are specific, measurable, adaptive, realistic, and time-bound. So being specific means you know the who the what the when the where and you'll know the why because it's going to be connected to your values then you have to determine how you're going to measure your movement so perhaps you're going to write it in your diary on your calendar and tick it off daily your goal needs to be adaptive so this means that it serves your well-being which again if it's values aligned likely it will you need to make sure it's realistic So if you decide that one of your goals in alignment with, let's say, your value of health is to run five kilometers, but you haven't exercised in a while, you might start with first making a shorter term goal to walk one kilometer, and then you can build up from there. There might be a time boundness to it. So you might decide that you'd like to run five kilometers three months from now. Well, you might make it your goal tomorrow to walk one kilometer. And with goals, I want to highlight that there is substantial evidence that supports breaking your goal down into smaller chunks. Goals that are actually halved are more likely to be achieved. So not just that half goal, but the entirety. And this is because we gain motivation, we gain momentum as we get going, as we have little wins. So break your goals down. Do some immediate goals, some short-term, some medium, and some long-term goals. And ultimately, let your values guide you. So what are your steps from here? 
first, take a moment and reflect on what you want your life to stand for. Jot it down in your diary or your phone and then start actioning it. And it doesn't have to be big things to action. You can be living your values in this very moment. You don't have to wait until something else has shifted. You know, Viktor Frankl in his amazing book, Man's Search for Meaning, which I'll include a link to in the show notes, Viktor Frankl describes his experience as a prisoner in a concentration camp. You know, a situation which takes away many freedoms and privileges from you, except for your choice to choose how you respond in any given moment. And in this book, he describes some amazing actioning of values in one of the most difficult situations we could ever imagine. For example, he describes the act of sharing a piece of bread. You know, an act of such kindness and connection, and he actually uses the words humanness in a situation where these individuals would have been starving and a piece of bread is so valuable that to live out their values and to experience the vitality that comes with that, they share their bread. You know, they support each other. Let your values guide you. Perhaps you can tune in here regularly if this podcast supports your values around knowledge, wellness, and health. And if you do want to go deeper and create goals, I do have a handout that you can download. Again, it's drcaitlin.com forward slash one. I very much hope that this will support you in cultivating a meaningful year, a meaningful decade, and ultimately a meaningful life. So again, thank you so much for joining me on the first episode of the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast. Please contact me with any feedback or ideas you have for how I can grow and improve this show. And I'm serious. It's very much in alignment with that value of growth. Now on the next episode, you're going to get to hear from Dr. John Arden. This is going to be a real treat for anyone who values health of body and health of mind. Dr. Arden is a leader in the field of integrative psychotherapy, and in fact, he has written over 15 books exploring the links between psychotherapy, neuropsychology, epigenetics, psychoneuroimmunology, and nutritional neuroscience. Now, in addition to writing research-based books for therapists, He writes very practical, easy-to-digest self-help books. And in episode two, Dr. Arden is going to share some specific actions that you can take to cultivate holistic wellness in your life. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Wisdom for Wellbeing podcast please visit drcaitlin.com to connect, find show notes, other episodes, and to subscribe. While you're at it, if you find value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating or perhaps simply tell a friend about the show. Wisdom for Wellbeing is not a substitute for professional, individualized mental health treatment. If you are in crisis, please contact 000, your local emergency number if you are outside of Australia or attend your local hospital ED.